You're now tuned into Unhazed, the weekly podcast where we discuss culture as it relates to subjects within music, style, and the performing arts. Co-hosting with sports and culture editor of Swagger RS and my friend, Lavelle Willis. Yo, what up? This is Terrell Johnson, editor-in-chief of Swagger RS, and you're now tuned in to Unhazed, another episode of Unhazed. Thank you for listening i'm here with my boy vel how are you vel great man Southside vel in the building man how you feeling today my boy i'm i'm good bro it's it's a good week this week um we yeah for sure i know much better than last much better than last (laughs) way better than last week like i feel better (laughs) i feel um, I feel ready for what's next. Um, I know a lot yeah, of things have yeah. been still, you know, falling out of um, all of the cases that's going on. It's it's, it's continuously new cases. Um, we just want to say, you know, we want to still fight for fight the great cause. Um, actually, I feel I feel like it's important for us to start off with a Black Lives Matter story yes um, you know what i'm saying since that is what's relevant um right now so i'm gonna start because we usually talk about insecure when we when we're fresh off of insecure but since it's wednesday um we yeah. can leave insecure to like we'll talk about insecure third um but yeah. i definitely want to talk about um beyonce's contribution her latest contribution to the fight um she recently just opened uh, a a letter or pinned a letter an open letter to the attorney general of kentucky um were you able to see that lavelle did you ever was you able to read like some of that story um i did read a little bit of it um i did not read the letter that beyonce put out but i did read a little bit of the article it's pretty lengthy uh, um, I'm not gonna read it all, but uh, June is dated for June 14th. Beyonce, uh, put this letter up on Beyonce.com, basically stating, you know, to the Attorney General that she wants the officers arrested. I'm gonna read a little bit of it. Um, but in in total, Beyonce says basically three months have passed and. The LMPD's investigations have created more questions than answers. Their incident report states that Miss Taylor suffered no injuries, yet we know she was shot at least eight times. The LMPD officers claimed they announced themselves before forcing their way into Miss Taylor's apartment with her boyfriend who was with her, as well as several neighbors. All say this is untrue. Um, three months have passed and zero arrests have been made. No officers have been fired. The LMPD's investigation was turned over to your office. Um, as she's talking to the attorney general, um, basically saying, you know, for Sergeant Jonathan Maddie, Mattingly officer, miles Cosgrove and Brett Hankinson must be held accountable for their actions. The, the three cops that was involved in the Breonna Taylor murder, basically needs to be held accountable a lot of criticism has been you know going off about you know anybody that really contributes but they also was criticizing beyonce again for this saying that she didn't write this and and all of that i heard a lot of that mm, too but who cares if she wrote it or not man? i mean like, beyonce, on, is a, man. beyonce is a brand <laughs> um 
It's going to go through many hands and many, you know, people before it's published. And that's just with any brand. Just don't get it twisted. Um, But yeah, no, I I appreciate Beyonce's involvement in this because it's important to amplify this as much as possible. I, I still don't understand why the officers aren't arrested. Like, how yeah, can it's, it's how, ridiculous, man. How how as a cop, like, can you falsify information on a report and still have a job and still like and yeah. people's lives aren't at, at risk? Like this isn't like Foot Locker or um like I don't know, right. like this isn't this isn't like inventory at a grocery store. This is people's <laughs> lives and you know what I'm saying? Lives at stake. And I don't, I, don't, mm-hmm. I just, that just really don't sit well with me that people can just sit by and watch people be mm-hmm. murdered and nothing happens. Yeah. It's pretty sad, man, because it's like, it's like, where are we safe? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm, I'm at home That's laying sad. in the bed, chilling. And y'all then came into my crib and killed me for no reason, mistaken identity for somebody who's already in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like that, 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 that's crazy to me that that, that happened, man. And Beyonce, like I've said on this podcast already, she's probably the number one black woman in the black community. So she has to do shit like this and she knows it. Like, like, just like with the, with, when we were talking about with her and Jay Z, this is the shit that they have to do in the black community. And Beyonce, she 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 knows that we definitely need justice, and you know she could possibly be the spark that you know, or the uh, the fire under their ass that get this shit done. And I appreciate her, man. It's a blessing to be living while Beyonce is, man. man sure, absolutely, for sure, absolutely. Um, just for more details on that particular story. Um, we posted that story on swagrs.com. If you haven't read Beyonce's entire letter, you can head over to swagrs.com or you can head to beyonce.com. But we definitely covered that story on the site. Um, yes, yes. Rest in peace, Brianna Taylor, man. Absolutely. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And we're going to be keeping you guys posted on, you know, things that are happening in the black community. We are black owned media company you know we are black we live in our communities and uh, i think it's important for us to use our platform to vocalize injustices in our community because it wouldn't it doesn't feel right not to um Mm -hmm. and this is this affects our world this affects the globe this is a global human human's right issue human rights issue like i feel like everybody needs to understand that in order for us to move forward so we're definitely going to be covering topics of that absolutely. nature um to the next topic absolutely um miguel just recently uh, um started a store um called s1c la and he actually just did a shirt um i don't know if you can see it Lavelle, but it's all the way down the in our notes where it says <laughs> yeah i see it it says destroy uh, systemic racism. Um, so basically, he designed a shirt um, that's available at his store, and the proceeds will go to Build Power. Um, we was talking about a little bit about the company prior to the show, um, where if anybody is familiar with HBO's Insecure, 
uh, Kendrick Sampson. He is the founder of Bill Power and uh, is basically a platform that, you know, engages with athletes and entertainers and use the platform to advance, you know, radical social change and and dismantle systemic oppression. Um, And if you want to check them out, they're over at BLD. PWR um in reference to build power that is the name of the the company how it's phonetically said build power but it's spelled B L D P W R um and I think it's dope that Miguel just started a store um I love the message I love that um where he's able to do this with his with his style um silhouette and his style mm-hmm. him being a style icon in general people look to mcgill the way he dresses and i think that it's it's great to use you know a piece of your artistic expression to not only mobilize people to get proceeds to an organization but also spread that message of systemic racism um i had seen on twitter that a lot of people don't even know what systemic racism is and a lot of those people were white people um and that's Mm -hmm. so that's so telling because it's honestly true that they don't need to know what systemic racism is because they're not a they're not a victim of it so it's like you yep. don't I mean I'm not going to say that they don't care what it is but it's easy not to care when you benefit from it. Um and it's just yeah. very telling that people don't know what that is. And I think it's important to spread that message. People need to understand what systemic racism is and I'm just going to you know define it for what I know know it to be. Um systemic racism is Um, a set of laws that is enacted to basically um, hinder or oppress a certain uh, person, Um, i.e., for example, the crime bill that was uh, enacted in the 90s where they were were saying, oh, well, less affluent communities are selling drugs, so they put large sentences on nonviolent crimes such as selling drugs um 10 years 15 years if you're caught with narcotics um no well i guess it it mattered about the size and how much you had of of narcotics but these were nonviolent uh crimes and they were very high sentences um which mostly only written written by uh Written, written by Joe Biden, by the way. <laughs> if you well, didn't know, yeah. See, and that, and and it was also um, sanctioned by 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 Clinton as well. Um, and yep. yeah, a, a lot of black people at the time they were for it because they felt like it would deter, um, it would deter the dis, you know, the destruction of the community from drugs, but. A lot of that uh, was a lot of a lot of the things that happened during that time. Frank, they framed a lot of people. They framed a lot of black people with drugs and sent them away. Um, mm-hmm. It was a lot of judgment and in 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 cases that that didn't make sense for people to get ten years for 
to be shipped off for 10 years and it incarcerated a lot of black people um for sure. and that is a part of systemic racism in itself just because it only targeted right. black yep. people um so yeah mm-hmm. that is my that's that, america this is, for you. this is america this is america for mm-hmm. black people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um right I just want to I just want to spread information where I can I know that this is a podcast that is is truly about celebrating creativity and we there is no creativity without you know social justice in my eyes I feel like artists it's, it's an artist's responsibility to mirror the times and the times are as bleak as Mm -hmm. It is, you know, and that's that is a part of art, and that is a part of why we're talking about this because it's it's very important. Um, but shout out to Miguel if you want to check out or and and purchase a shirt that says the short systemic racism from S1C LA, you can go to at Miguel's Instagram or go to S1C.LA to support that and for more information on bill power visit bill power at bldpwr okay now spoiler yes, alert sir. for all the listeners right now we're about to get into insecure so um yeah we're definitely going to be talking about the show so we'll give you a, a timestamp mm-hmm. of where you can fast forward the show too because we're definitely going to talk about it Okay, Vale. Insecure. Episode 10. Yes, sir. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. I guess we can start um, off at Lawrence getting it, Lawrence. I guess it did it open it opened with Issa meeting Lawrence um at some at some market. Yes, like it did. a market. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, like yeah. a farmer's market. And uh Lawrence decided to let her know that he did get the job in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um so him and Issa were discussing, you know, is this the end? And you know, they were saying like the how they both don't want it to be and Issa pretty much was saying like how she would consider, you know, even leaving her beloved Los Angeles right. residence and moving down to uh San Francisco up or up to San Francisco to um make things happen with Lawrence, you know, they are like soulmates and shit. So, you know, I kind of expected it to be like that, you know, like they would try, like, I don't see them like immediately like trying to break up because Lawrence got a new job. You know what I'm saying? And they not going to be around each other. Like it ain't like he's leaving the state. Like she said, it's a 45 minute flight to San Francisco either way. So, um, I think that was a good benefit, but, um, I, yeah, I thought that um, I thought I I think go ahead. um when that happened I was thinking in my head like mm, I don't think I personally don't feel like Issa should move at all because it's new, mm-hmm. it's super new. Um and yeah. she has her own yeah. thing in LA, you know, and I feel like when people move for other people, it kind of it don't it don't it's not right like it's it don't it's mm-hmm. i think they both i think they both need their own um what's the word i want to use um i think they they need their own space 
and to 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 grow in their mm-hmm. own respective fields on their own on their own accords and then possibly talk about maybe moving back in together or whatever they're tr- they're trying to do at right now um and that's just my thought process mm-hmm. on it like i feel like Issa said it best they're 45 it's a 45 minute flight to san francisco so i guess if they really wanted to see each other as much as they they you know they want to lawrence would either pay for Issa to come or they you know alternate you know flights back and forth or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um but yeah, no, I feel like I feel like they should both live in separate cities. And that'll make the hard go fun of the two. Yeah, I think that um Yeah, for sure. That's what I was about to just about to say. Um I think that uh, uh the absence would make their hearts grow fonder and i do think that like you said isa she's building her brand like you know this is something she's been trying to get her foot through the door on what she you know her like freelancing style or whatever she's trying to do so i think like she would be right back to where she was at you know going to san francisco and you know trying to build a name for herself out there so i definitely think that she should possibly you know stay in la build her name up more so she could possibly could move to san francisco right. eventually and whatnot but yeah that's what i think about that uh what do you think about um andrew and molly um uh, it seems as if uh they're no longer no, no, they ain't. and i was waiting for molly ass to get heartbroken <laughs> right <laughs> the way she's she, acting boy it was bound to happen i, don't I was want to sound like this. an asshole but molly truly don't deserve andrew like he that man is way too cool for molly like molly i mean i guess they balance each other in that way but molly is just so goddamn ungrateful yeah. and annoying like I remember him saying, like, Dude, let's yeah. go to the Summer Walker show. And she passed that up to go to eat dinner in the house. Like, I'm like, who does that? Yeah. Like, who, who, who passes up <laughs> a, a concert to eat? Like, no, nah, bro. Like, Molly, I, I just feel like their lifestyles are vastly different. And the fact that Andrew had to already say like yo if i if it was a if it was a party that i had for work you wouldn't have wanted to go like even though he never allowed it to happen he never yeah. allowed himself to take molly to a party and get that rejection from molly but the fact that he knows that it would have been a rejection and he and he always we all know that we right? all know that but she but but the <laughs> fact that she like tried to guilt trip him into going to a party with her co-workers and he went he and he felt resentment for going just because he knew it was gonna be like corny and shit. Like, I feel like yeah. Andrew just the they just don't they don't like he he slick kind of pulled a Molly on Molly low key if you think about it because this this she yeah, did she did yeah. the exact same shit to Easy yeah. like she did the exact same thing like she was like oh yeah. I don't know if we fit anymore like. And he had already been thinking about that. He already been thinking about yeah. that they don't fit. Like the reason they broke up was not the reason they should have broken up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For real. For real. And I think that um, 
the whole issue with his brother and them going out of town and you know it's just always something with them every week you know what i'm saying it's like it was like a new issue every week is something going on with them and it's because molly's just like you say being ungrateful or just selfish about shit and she just she just rubbed a lot of niggas the wrong way this season man it's like uh, damn she get over one hump yeah she climb another one like it's like yeah yeah, I'm upset with Molly, man. I'm upset with how she act. But towards the end of the episode, she did uh, reach out to Issa. But I don't want to skip over the episode. But um, other the other thing that was going on in the episode that kind of had us get a little Issa and Molly reunion early was uh, them losing Tiffany. Right. Uh, Amanda Seals. So in the midst of them breaking, um, we're talking about the breakup. She. Right. Um, Amanda is suffering from postpartum depression, um, uh, from her, uh, from childbirth and whatnot. And, uh, she just seemed, she was really unhappy this season. You know what I'm saying? She, it wasn't like a Coachella episode or last season. Even when she was pregnant, she wasn't, uh, she was still right. fun. You know what I'm saying? Like Tiffany was not fun whatsoever this season. Like she was, she was sad the whole fucking season once you think about it you know what i'm saying like yeah i can't think of a happy tiffany moment but um it sucked that they had to um you know figure out where she was like it was like she just needed some time away for a while and you know some parents do need that that's what i was feeling like uh while they were looking for her like you know maybe she just need a minute yeah. you know what i'm saying like give her a couple days you know you know, some parents just just I need a moment, I think it was a perfect you know, time. I, I feel, feel like him. it was a perfect time him, to talk about that because Tiffany hasn't really had like any mo- breakout moments this season, especially with her charisma. So that felt different. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like it did feel like she was yeah. suppressing feelings about something, and I didn't re- I didn't realize it was postpartum. Um. I didn't realize that at all, but losing her, like, like seeing the yeah, motions that yeah. she, that she was going through to try to get back to her, her happiness was like, was crazy. Cause I never, I never felt, I never seen, um, that from anybody that has been pregnant in my life, you know, or none of my sisters, none of my cousins or friends mm-hmm. who's had children, yeah. they've always like, been happy super happy about their pregnancies and the babies in their lives so to see this Mm -hmm. and black women do go through that you know what i'm saying and i think i think parents feel guilty about how they feel because they don't feel like themselves after i don't know what that is i don't know if it's a chemical imbalance i don't know if it's just the Mm -hmm. i don't know the situation that they're put in like I got to do some more research myself on postpartum, but to know that it can get that crazy, like to the point where it's like, you don't even want to, you don't even want to do nothing. You don't want to go get your hair done, your nails done. Like you, you just want to be alone. (laughs) And that's, 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 Mm -hmm. that's a peak inside of that. And I think that, you know, the age that we're at, more people in our lives are having children. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a yeah, different, yeah. uh, 
outlook on insecure that they've never touched on, like a topic that they've never touched on. So I think that was pretty cool that they actually like mm-hmm. opened that that envelope and and tried to explore that that part of being young and having a child, you know. Yeah. Hopefully she's more happy next season, man. Uh, yeah. For sure. We yeah, no, I definitely want to like see that. a happy, happy, flourishing, radiant but, um, new mom and Tiffany. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, in the midst of that, uh, towards the end of the episode, we had Lawrence come over to Issa's home and uh, he had a funny look on his face. And Issa asked him what's wrong. <laughs> and the haunted words came out <laughs> that he had another woman pregnant who happens He's to be his ex So, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, Lawrence is having a baby. Um, Condola said, um, pretty much it's not happening that she's getting rid of the child. She's definitely becoming a new Damn. mom. She's ready. Um, and Lawrence, you know, he, he kind of, you know, he was saying like, you know, this isn't the right time for him and shit. And, you know, it's kind of like, man, let's talk about that because forget, pardon me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Condola married before? And didn't she say that she didn't want to? She was, she was Uh with her husband. Yeah, yeah. But, but now you want children. Right, right. But, you know, I guess shit happens. I mean, she got pregnant. But I'm so, not going you know, to shit say, happens. okay, so the guy that she was, the guy that she probably was with and she didn't want to have children with him, and I understand not wanting to have children with that person. Um, and Lawrence is like a catch. Lawrence is uh-huh. a good ass dude who's smart, who's in the tech world. He looked like he got a good head on his shoulders. He got his own spot. Mm-hmm. I think he can foster a lot of intelligence into a child. Um, but for her to try mm-hmm. to guilt trip him into like being a part of her pregnancy is like, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand why a person would want to go through that alone, but she know that Lawrence is not the type of person to do that, to like say, yo, like she told him that we, you know, you could, um, you don't have to be involved at all. I'm just letting you know that I'm pregnant and you can contribute whatever you want to contribute, but either way, I'm, I'm be good. I'm be good regardless, but Mm. what like you know that he not gonna you know that he not that type of person to be like okay well i don't want to be a part of your life or that kid's life like he's not gonna say that you know what i'm saying and he's Mm. not gonna say get an abortion but yeah exactly that that shit is sticky that's that's a sticky situation because (laughs) y'all not even together but now you want to have a baby and I get that you're you we we growing old and we don't know who's yeah. gonna be the person that we want to have children with, um. But mm-hmm. I don't know that shit fucked up the way Issa was looking like they was acting this this episode. Yeah, yeah. I thought Lawrence was gonna tell her like you know I just smashed <laughs> Condola last night and shit like. I didn't even think like he was finna tell her nah, that she was whole ass pregnant and shit. I didn't like, think that, that he, shit was I like, didn't think that, that was gonna be the news. I thought right. I thought that maybe he would have said, 
you know, me and Condola came over last night and shit. We smashed. Like that was the that was what I thought what was gonna happen. But that the what happened was actually right. like worse. Like, <sighs> I mean, yeah, sure. and I. Well, how do you so, feel? What do you think? What do you think? Low key stepmom. <laughs> like low key, low key stepmom. <laughs> That's the episode for season six. Um, I don't even think. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Okay, give me your give me. I guess from Issa's perspective, what do you think she should do? Break up with Lawrence or mm. say fuck it? I love you. I don't care. Uh, well, if I were Issa, I would probably play it out. See how it's going to go. Um, you know, a lot of niggas, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a lot of niggas get attached to their baby moms or sometimes a child could bring them closer to the mother. And I'm not sure that that would not happen with Lawrence and Condola. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see them possibly still getting married and all of that. Like, Lawrence, like, fuck it. I'm going to just go over here and be with her, you know, uh, so I can be with my child and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. So I don't think that Issa should mm. rush and just break up with Lawrence right now. But I don't think that she should, should 100% put her guard down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think mm -hmm. that she should just let it play out. I was reading, see I was what reading happened, some Facebook but, comments. I don't know. I, I don't mean to cut I you off, upset. but I was reading some Facebook comments about this episode and somebody was like, did nobody ask for the game 2.0? Like, this is lazy <laughs> writing. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, like yeah. the game. Like, like but exactly we gonna see how game. they write the show out, but <sighs> having, being a girlfriend of a person who is having whose boyfriend is having a baby with somebody else, everything is going to be about that baby. Like, everything. Everything going to be about Condola's health, yeah, the health sure. of the baby. Yeah. Is she okay? Is the baby okay? <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. going to take a toll on their relationship. Like, I, like, none of that is going to be easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, going to doctor's visits, yep. you know, all of that shit yeah. that, that goes with that. And they're going to have to be in complete, you know, they're going to have to be in constant conversations. But, and it's, and Condola don't even have to be, mm. like, she don't even have, she don't have to talk to Issa. Like, she don't have to, she don't have to if she don't want to. She don't even have to acknowledge her as a as a as a part of Lawrence's life yeah. at all. Like she doesn't have to have any sympathy or empathy towards right. her because because she the reason really why they broke up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that was Condola's decision though. Yeah. But she knew that it wasn't gonna be right. But I don't understand how she would want to have yeah. a baby in that in that situation either. Yeah. So we'll see what she do. Yeah. It's going to be real interesting to see how that plays out. Like, that's like the most interesting up next for, you know, season, season five. five, is it? Season six. Yeah, season five, actually. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, that's going to be really interesting to see, man. For sure. Same. I'm, I'm <laughs> eager to see, man. Same, bro. So, next, what? Um, right. 
I guess Molly, Molly, um, right after, like shortly after that, um, you know, I guess Andrew broke it like completely off with Molly, and Molly finally calls Issa. Now that her world is crashing and Issa's world is slick crashing with Lawrence, and they both need to talk. So this is an opportunity for both of them to cry together. <laughs> I guess basically, um, yeah. So I just find it ironic <laughs> that Molly was talking about how Issa was the user, but now it's like you talking about it don't fit anymore. But now that like your boy Lawrence, I mean your boy um, Andrew broke up with you, now you need a friend. But Issa said. When you and Angie break crazy, up, man. that shit ain't gonna be my fault. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Damn. you already know, and you know Molly ready to, to blame it profit. on somebody, and she can't. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got nobody to blame it on. Yeah, she. she that, yeah. It, 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 you already know. You already know, but yeah, Yvonne, person though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Molly being a bigger person. Shout out to the actress too. Shout out to the actress. Shout out to the actress, Yvonne. I feel you on you feeling. Um, If you listening to this podcast, if you listen to this, um, shout out to you for being for being this character, Um, because you get characters like you (laughs) get a lot of you know flack for for the Mm -hmm. shit that you do, and it and it reflects you know situations in our lives, and we take. Some of that aggression out on the character. So, yeah, shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. But Period. that just goes to show she's a good actress because we believe her. So, uh, definitely, definitely shout out to Yvonne Orji from the uh, great, great, great she continent Nigerian, of Africa. Right? Um, I kind of watched yes, her, yes, um, her yes, stand up, and she was funnier yeah. than I expected her to be. Um, because I'm like, yeah, some people. It was kind of it was funny. It was funny. He said it, it was, was pretty funny. I think because it was surprisingly funny, um, it was better than it was better than I expected it yeah. to be. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Those yeah. are always the best. Those are always the best. Like shows. that was funny. Like you know, that was legit. Like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Shout out to. Them. So, um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to get B Simone anytime. Oh, because you got a nine to five. <laughs> you got a, you got a nine to five right now. But no, but listen, you got an entrepreneur mind. <laughs> <laughs> You entrepreneur. Oh, she it? said, yeah, yeah, she said be, be an entrepreneur, be a rapper. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> she said, she, she is funny. She said, you could be a dealer. Funny you, now, I find it funny that people are giving B. Simone a lot of, a lot of shit about what she said. Now, for the viewers, or the, I mean, I'm sorry, the listeners that don't know who B. Simone is, B. Simone is a comedian who basically got her start on I don't know if she was on Vine I feel like she was on Instagram more so but she's a YouTuber she got she has a YouTube channel very big YouTube channel 
Um, she has five million followers on Instagram. She has a beauty company. She also has a book, allegedly, um, a workbook <laughs> that is supposed to be uh, about manifestation for for people who want to, you know, manifest their dreams or whatever the case may be. But she is on her head is on a stake for saying that she wouldn't date a, a nine to five or that she doesn't want to date a man with a nine to five. And it came out wrong, mm-hmm. but she's a comedian. Like everything, everything she say is not going to be like picture perfect. I expect it to have some comedy value or some sort of, you know, backhanded compliment behind it. Um, and she was funny while she was saying it too at the same time. And I just want to play a, a small clip of what she said. Um, I'm going to play a small clip from our notes of the fallout of what she meant by uh, what she said. Here's the clip. I, I have manifested it. These edges, they were gone as fuck. Manifested them back. Okay, this waste. <laughs> It's getting there. I'm still hungry. I'm not eating. I'm eating air, but I'm manifesting. I believe one day it'll be little. I do. Everything I have, my dream career, I manifested it. I'm trying to manifest a husband. Ain't that wrong with a nigga with a nine to five? I get it. They work hard. I used to have a nine to five. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. You work hard. You have money. I get it. I need an entrepreneur. I need somebody that understands my mindset. Somebody that has the same lifestyle. It has to do with money. Everything to do with lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that was the clip, and uh, <laughs> it was a little bit on the defensive side because she had been getting a, like, I've that was the first time I ever seen B Simone trend on Twitter, and there were thousands of tweets. Like there was uh, like one hundred and twenty eight thousand last time I checked about B Simone in one day, and I was like, damn. Now when you trend damn. like that on Twitter, <laughs> wow. Yeah. people are talking shit about you so yeah. and honestly yeah. i think a lot of those people aren't fans of hers and they just know of her um and that's fine you know what i'm saying like never b simone has five yeah. million followers you know what i'm saying 128 tweets from people who are talking about her i mean it's not necessarily you know they always say any press is good press um and it, and it, it kind of is because it, it makes your name relevant in a in a in a conversation, and we're here talking about her right now. Um, but yes, I I understood what she was saying yeah. when she said that she wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like she was saying that she wanted a man that understood what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what it takes to be with somebody who is an entrepreneur, because, um. I'm going to just speak for myself. I personally do what I want to do. And that, and that, and that's sometimes a good and bad thing. Um, because I do have right. a, a, a job, a nine to five, if you will, it's really a 4 a.m. to, to 10 a.m. situation, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's, that is a, a, a work schedule. Mm-hmm. She didn't, I'm still clocking in somewhere, but I still, but I may not always show up to that job because I'm pursuing something else. And I think B. Simone has been there. I think everybody who's in the entrepreneur realm who is trying to, you know, manifest their own 
um, entities, their platforms, uh, whatever they want in life, their careers. And that is sometimes a good and a bad thing, like where you can just say, hey, I'm not going to go to this job because I want to pursue my dreams and I don't want to be stuck in a place that don't potentially um, you know, grow my happiness the way I want it to. You know what I'm saying? So I understood what she was saying. That's what she was saying. She wasn't saying that she can't, she's not going right. to date a person with a nine to five because a person with a nine to five is like, I have an alarm set at this time. Don't wake me up. Don't do, don't, don't stop talking to me about fairy tales. I don't, I need to get, I need to go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she's talking about the Mm -hmm. mindset she's not talking about money in particular she's not talking about money and she never mentioned money she just said a person with a nine to five and that person but she did clarify and say that a a ceo could be her boyfriend or whatever the case may be but that person is a non that person is an entrepreneur at the same time a person who's a ceo you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. it's it's about a mindset but and i think a lot of people gave a shit how you feel I mean, I I kind of didn't like the uh, the example she used of uh, being up at three a.m. and whatnot, cause because uh, it's like shit. A nigga could be working overnight, shit, twelve to twelve to fucking eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so just because you up late don't mean don't mean I don't know what the fuck going on and whatnot. But like like you said, I have an entrepreneur mindset, so I understand what she's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like if I jump into the lifestyle I want to go into, like, you know what I'm saying? Like staying up all night, going to shows, like being out at the studio with niggas and shit. Like, I don't want nobody hitting up my phone all night because you worried about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, you know what my life is, you know, like all she had to say was, I just need somebody who understands my lifestyle. Like, even if you work a nine to five, I can understand what you doing you know what i'm saying like just because i'm I'm going to clock in work every day don't mean shit but you know what i'm saying but uh like you say i I feel her like because if i was in that position i'm not dating no no regular chick you know what i'm saying like i'm not even trying to deal with that around here and that's what she's saying like come on like it's just another it's just it's just another type of Yeah. mental space that you're in at that time you know what i'm saying you're not trying to compete with your spouse you don't want your spouse to be jealous of you like it's a lot of things that come with that shit of she's doing her she's doing her own thing and that's even that's with and, and on to be honest it's not just just in spousal relationships that's with friendships it's like it if it's fallout from friendships it's fallouts from um, you know, even yeah, siblings. Yeah. Like I was just watching a movie. I don't even remember the name of the movie, but um, it was the story of Richie Valens, and he became this star. And his brother was pissed because his mother was like, it was all about him. And I think at the end of the movie, he died at twenty or something. It was crazy, but in a plane crash. But mm-hmm. he, he, it, it, it's a lot comes with success and you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to deal with an elective issue, especially, especially in a relationship. You want something, you want a relationship that you're deciding to be in, to be a happy, like ain't nobody got time for that shit. 
Yeah, we definitely we definitely mm-hmm. feel you, B. For so sure. and, we feel you, B. Um, I also I also understand <laughs> what uh, where her critics are coming from. But she not she not she not she not taking jabs at your job, Jay. Like it's okay, like it's 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 yeah. fine. Mo, mo, most of America work yeah. nine to fives. It's fine. <laughs> I get it. I get it too. But on to You're this uh, topic that I particularly yeah. do not like discussing. Um, it's Takashi Six Nine. Um, we 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 talk a lot about him off off uh air, and. <laughs> I just don't fuck with this nigga. Like, I just really don't. Like, I, mm-hmm. it's just, and he know, he know people don't like him. Like, and I get it. And I, and, and I, and I'm, and I'm, I am, I am a fan of bro, uh, braggadocious rap. I am. And I am, and I'm, and I'm a fan of, of making critics mad. I am. I'm mm-hmm. a fan of that. Like, I'm a fan of talk. I'm a fan of people who talk shit. I am, but you, Takashi, a person, a non-black for yeah. one, yeah, using the N-word, okay, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> I was showing up about to ask, absolutely, like, are you mad at him because he's a Mexican too who uses the N-word? Because <laughs> I know another particular rapper who's um, Latina. That is that definitely well. It could be the same. Depending <laughs> on what we want with, with this, um, Cardi. I mean, he's <laughs> referring to Cardi B. Um, Cardi, yeah. Cardi is um a lat a Latina, um, but <laughs> she has claimed blackness. So I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to say she's not black because she claims she's claiming that she's Afro Latina, and I get it. Um, who accepts their blackness? It's hard to call somebody non-black who 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 is a minority who I get that. Yeah, who grew up around black people. I understand. You know what that. I'm saying? Like, it's hard. And to, I understand to that there are. And I understand Afro Latino culture. And there's a such thing as being Puerto Rican <laughs> and not necessarily being Afro Latina and being a white Puerto Rican. Like there's 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 um. There's layers mm-hmm. to ethnicity, and I get that, and I understand that, and but that's a whole different topic. But Takashi Six Nine in particular, the fact that he is a person that was in gang activity, right? That was affiliated with all these black people, and then he snitched, and then now it's like, oh well, I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm gonna get all these black people put in jail, like. I have a problem with that. Like I have an issue with that. I have an issue with being a part of a yeah. being part of an organization and then you deciding that 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 organization no longer serves you and I get it. But if you're a part of gang life and you trolling and you want to you want to play you want to play and you're you're playing with people's lives and freedoms deciding to be a part of that life when you don't have to be as an artist is stupid. Yeah. And I don't and I don't fuck with it. Cause I don't fuck with it. I don't, I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it at all. I'm not a fan yeah. of gangs. Like I'm not a yeah. fan. Like I'm not a fan. I like my rappers. I don't like. I don't <laughs> necessarily like gangster rap. If you, if you, if you, if you, to be honest, because I like, I like the Jay Z's. I like the Big Sean's. I like Biggie. I like, I like my rappers. Flossy, yeah. braggadocious. 
Is you just nailed out two, two, two out of three gangster rappers? Because I definitely Jay, think that Jay Z is never, closer to a gangster Jigga rapper than he never, is a regular. Has rapper. never evoked anger Early on Jigga. a track. He ain't never said, Early "I'ma Jigga. shoot you, I'ma shoot you, I'ma shoot you, I'ma shoot you." That ain't even that ain't even Jigga. Bro, that ain't man. even his. That he said he is he's talking about yeah everybody bleed red blood like like yeah if you if you roll up on me. You could lose your life. Yeah. You could do, you can. You can lose your motherfucking life. Cause just like anybody Bro. else. But it's not like, I'm, I'm, I'm with my niggas in the hood and we, and we, and we, and we, and we, and we, and we lobbing. Like, no, that's, that's not Jigga. It's like, nigga, I'm alone, but I got my piece on yeah. me. So if you want to pull it, I will kill you. That's different. Like, that's different because Jay Jay Z is. Jay Z. But he's, he's not a he's not considered a gangster he, he rapper. Some gang- like he's bro. <laughs> like, he never rep no he ain't never rep no set. This is this is what I'm saying to you. I would, he's like, not I'm repping not, a set. He's not repping a a, a nah, bunch of strangers that does that's no I get, I get that. Like he ain't been jumped in. He ain't been jumped into no initiation. Jay Z is Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Nigga, I ain't a part of nothing. I ain't, I ain't yeah. a part of no. I ain't a part of no blood shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm sure. I'm, this is yeah. He had his. He have his individualistic gangster moments. He still moments. got his Absolutely. Like I ain't gonna say that Jay ain't no ain't no G. But I'm what I'm saying is he's not. He's not. He's not repping a set. Like he not. He not saying these my yeah. niggas and these my brothers. Like 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 that ain't him. Like these like it's like my homies are my homies. Don't fuck with my homies. And um, if you run up on the light, if you can run up, you can run yeah. up on me at the light and you can lose your life. <laughs> that's his that's his mentality. But I, I say that to say this. Takashi 69 has yeah. never been about yeah. that motherfucking life. So it's like you're perpetrating gang life and gang activity for the benefit of what? Uh-huh. To try to act like you're a part of this life. And then you go and tell on people like I just don't fuck with it. Like I don't fuck with none of it. But it's layers to this situation. But um, I guess I I can explain to you why I don't like that. A part of that is the him seeing the N word, him being him being a false flagger. I hate that shit with a passion. Like I I never hated something so much more than a false flagger who act who like literally like grew up in the Mm. suburbs ass nigga and then just get some tattoos and put them on a face buys a gun gets a gun Mm. and then now you're a gangster like shut the fuck up like people (laughs) people going through real shit like in that gang shit and you talking about you a gangster and you recording videos trying to purpose trying to taunt real people that's going through real shit as a as a rich person as a rapper like on some joker shit like yeah. it's real fucking stupid to me yeah. now as far as his branding is concerned the colorful lgbt yeah. undertones rainbow as kid colorful kid friendly cartoon ass marketing that he doing and really simple basic ass lyrics to have my my little brother who's seven was singing mm-hmm. six nine and it really fucked with me and I can't even like 
and I can't, I can't say, <laughs> I can't tell him not to listen to it. Like, I mean, I can, but it's, it's purposelessly marketed to children too. Like, I don't think people understand that this man literally has a cartoon. He has a cartoon, all these tattoos. The lyrics are some of the most simplest lyrics that you can learn. Mm -hmm. If you don't like me, you want to fight me. Mm -hmm. Don't invite me to your party. And like kids can relate to stupid shit like that. Like, like they, they, Mm -hmm. they like dumb shit like that. And it's really simple. Like, uh, it's (laughs) like, it's so layered to the reason why this motherfucker is successful because the kids like it. The LGBT community is fucking with it because he has he's yeah. he's he's playing with that with that with that shit. Like he he told Melina of that shit. He wearing wigs, he wearing colorful wigs, he it's just so much. He has the yeah. Latin community. They they gonna represent, they gonna support mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a Latin, if it's a Latin person in hip hop, we all seen how they supported, you know, another Latino um that that has been on the charts recently. Um, they gonna support the fuck out of her out of out of them. When they are part of some shit, they celebrate one song at a time. Yeah. And they definitely supporting six nine. Yeah. So he's so he has a shoe with the Latin community. LGBT community, yeah. the kids fucking with him. Um, it's just so it's just so layered. Hip, he's in hip hop, but hip hop don't respect him. But a lot of people, but a lot of people in hip hop do, i.e. Akon. Um, and, and 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 Kanye West has made a track with him, and now Nicki Minaj, like some of the biggest people in hip hop, <laughs> who is contributing to um hip hop's landscape of and culture, is making music with this man, and. It's for hotness and it's just so layered. It's just so layered. Takashi Six Nine is so layered. It's you. It's for kids who who live in the suburbs and don't and and not close to gang activity, but you know they want to see it. So he's the simplest. Like he's the easy way in. He's the easy way to just to just look at the fallout of gang culture. Like it's just so layered, man. It looked like a it's a video game. It's 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 social media antics. It's gang culture. It's yeah. it's all of this shit wrapped into one. So I understand why he's successful, but I don't like nothing to fuck about it. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. And Nicki and Nicki Minaj adds uh adds to that because she know how hot he is and she yeah. understands how hot he can be and how that can make her look hot in the same sense in the same way um absolutely nikki ain't nikki ain't no dummy like that she did this for um, i was talking to my brother say it again so nikki's in her career i think nikki is in a different space and she still needs she don't give a fuck who like her, her career. Like she, she is, she is in that that same sort of space that Sakashi is in. Like <laughs> it's about, it's not about, um, it's not about anybody but them at this at this point. Like, my brother, shout out, shout out to DJ Tav. Um, he was talking about how yeah. sixty nine is like hip hop's Joker right where he's a fucking troll and you hate him but you want to see her, you want to see him hurt and he toys with the idea of taunting people to the point yeah. of like you can't look away from it it's like 
it's like you have to pay attention you don't want to but you want to keep up with what the fuck yeah. is going on and that is like a perfect analogy of what it is and Nikki is sort of like the Harley Quinn in this situation because obviously people love and respect Nikki but there is a lot of talk about Nikki and how she should do X, Y, and Z and how she should respect certain artists like Lil' Kim and how she can't have a versus with these people because they're they're she's the version of them and um a lot of that a lot of that has has spiraled into this into this conversation and this and, and this track. Mm-hmm. Um so but let's listen to Nikki's verse because um you haven't seen it. Um so mm-hmm. let's press play. Let's press play on the count of three. I guess you can mute your whatever you're watching it on, but I want you to see. I want you to watch this with me. So we're gonna watch um Nicki Minaj's verse. Um because that's the only that's the only thing I really care about. Okay. Um so we're gonna we're gonna literally listen to this clip of her verse and see who she's taking shots at. Built, come get her. Yeah. Even your man know Nikki's do it better. I know you don't like me. You wanna fight me. Always on my page, never double tap like me. Baddies to my left and my right. Never chase a corny nigga, put that on my life. Just spit it in his face, all this cake. He wanted the taste. We sipping on that ace. Itty bitty waist, pretty face. Yeah, eat it, cookie monster. He a slave to this pussy, call me monster. Real wet, I said slipping like it's pasta. They get nervous when it's sneaky on a roster. Somebody usher this nigga into a clinic. My flow still sick, I ain't talking the pandemic. I write my own lyrics, a lot of these bitches gimmicks. They study Nikki style, now all of them want mimic. Talking about snitches when it's snitches and you can't. Never stand alone, you always itching for a stamp. Me, I'm still money, wrists light up like a lamp. They gonna have to send their best fighter for the champ. Rex, I got them. Mary, I'm popping. They keep hating, but still watching. Check the boards, I'm still topping. Bust down a plane chain, I got options. It's a bunch of mini knees, I'm the one they mocking. Showed you how to get a bag, now you going shopping. When I come out, all the sneak bitches start plotting. When I come out, it's a sweet bitches start mocking. All right, um, that was Nikki's verse on Trolls. Um, so I didn't um, catch a couple of the shots. I did catch the Usher. Since you since you caught the Usher one, let's talk about the Usher one first. Right. Um, <laughs> Nikki had a lot of smoke for a lot of people in this verse, and she did that shit on purpose because she knew they was gonna fucking watch that <laughs> fucking verse. That was one of her longer verses on a song, and she 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 came at Usher. Um, now, do you know why? Do you know why Usher is even like a target at yeah. this point? He's a product. That's why yeah. he caught smoke mm-hmm. on this particular verse because he said that. And I don't think Usher deserved it, but I think Nicki don't give a fuck in his in his banter and her rap. And it's a sub, it's a subliminal, and mm-hmm. but we all know that she talking about <laughs> Usher, like because yeah. he had a big scandal. Now, I, I, if you don't keep up with music gossip it was a big yeah. big huge scandal um that usher had given some woman i'm not even gonna describe the way she looks because it doesn't <laughs> matter <laughs> but yeah she told she told the world basically that usher gave her herpes, and she never tested positive for herpes so 
I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck was going on with that, but um that's why she said somebody usher this nigga into yeah. a clinic, basically calling her usher because that scandal was huge. But if you again if you don't pay attention to gossip, like you, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't have seen that headline. Now the the Lisa Ray line, okay? Now <laughs> dollar dollar bill come get her. Even your man know Nikki's do it better. Mm-hmm. She is petty. She's very petty. He's <laughs> petty now. Such petty. Nikki um, Minaj is so petty. It's fitting. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny at the same time. Now Lisa Ray had a similar Ironic, conversation right. as well. Exactly. Um, saying that, uh, I guess she was on a show with uh Claudia Jordan on Fox Soul where they was talking about verses and um, basically Lisa Ray said on wax that Nikki needs to do like Beyonce tells her, you know, people under her to bow down bitch, bow down bitches to Lil' Kim. And she said that verbatim. She told, she told Nikki that she need to bow down to Lil' Kim. Like she said that shit. Now she <laughs> went on the breakfast club and said that she didn't mean it like that. It didn't matter. At, by the time Nikki had caught wind of it, because mm-hmm. yeah, um, she, she the barbs amped her up, of course, and um, she she gave Lisa Ray yeah. smoke. Now, if you don't know the backstory, Lisa Ray is infamous for a role at the Players Club, and Dollar Bill, played by Bernie Mac, was the owner of this strip club. And she's saying, dollar, dollar mm-hmm. bill, come get her. Come get your stripper, um, Lisa Ray. And um, she said, even your man know Nikki's do it better. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Murphy. Nicole Murphy. And, what is his name? Her, Lisa Ray's husband. So I don't know if they're that. still married. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a director. She's She was married to the director of training day no 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 that's somebody else uh that's antoine fuqua he's married to layla rashawn um she she was caught kissing nicole murphy but what happened was lisa ray was married to this white man uh somebody right. some other some some rich dude some rich ambassador of some Someplace, oh, right. some country. So yeah, that's what. And uh, he was cheating yeah, so she on said, Lisa okay, Ray so, with Nicole Murphy. Yes, that's why I'm getting confused so, because I know that that's yeah. right. It was an actress that right. So she said she had she has spoke up about that. Nicole Murphy always messing with somebody, man. Huh? <laughs> she has spoke up about that saying that, that Nicole Murphy messed with her husband as well. Um, so. That that was a that was a jab at at, yeah. at Lisa Ray. Um, right, right, right. It was a good one too. It was a good one. It was a good jab. It was a good line. Like Nikki, oh, fuck. Yeah. Nikki is just she know yeah, how to sure, like sure. do a subliminal mm-hmm. shot. Like yeah. it's she know how to sub really well. Like. How Remy Remy take the direct approach. Mm-hmm. 
she's she's doing the direct hit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like she don't, she ain't, she ain't doing no no subs. But yeah, Nikki is yeah, great at Nikki is great at subs, and it and it really gets yeah. under you know the skin of her of the, mm-hmm. of the people that she's talking about because she didn't say your name. And and she and she learned that shit from Jay because Jay don't Jay don't say nobody name like Jay not saying nobody's name like yeah. he not he not saying your name like he's not gonna say it he gonna sub it he gonna say what the fuck mm-hmm. you need to say in his music and you gonna get what you <laughs> get from that and I think that that's genius and this and it also mm-hmm. contributes to Nikki's ring in the music industry because she's been doing this for a good ten years and it's like she's still like a topic of conversation. And she had some a little bit of smoke for um for Cardi, you know. She said she write her mm-hmm. own, you know, shit. And uh, <laughs> and uh, these bitches is gimmicks. <laughs> so she <laughs> definitely, she definitely was talking about Cardi. We know about they their their beef. And she had some shit about yeah. Meek Mill. Now she said it's it's snitches and you how you gonna be mad at snitches when it's snitches in your camp now um six nine alleges that you know meek mill is a rock nation uh artist he's managed by rock nation and um he was saying that somebody in meek mill's management is a snitch right and one of those one of those people who is a high profile executive at rock nation I'm trying to I'm trying to get her name. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even know her name, but I know her name when I see it. Um I'm trying to look for it really quickly. But he basically went on on live and was saying that Meek mm-hmm. Mill's management is is a person Desiree Perez. That's what he said. Uh was the person he was saying that is a snitch and he went on live with Nikki and was saying that how you don't mm-hmm. fuck with snitches but part of your management team is a snitch and I'm not sure to what case he's referring to um but you can't you can't call a civilian a snitch that's the, and that and that's the shit that I don't like about Takashi 69 is like Desiree mm-hmm. Perez is not a snitch like she's a civilian that's what she is like you're per- you're perpetuating as a gang member and then you told on your gang your gang affiliates Desiree mm-hmm. Perez is not a is not yeah. a gang member bitch like bitch that's not the same right, shit right. she is a civilian <laughs> she, is, exactly. she is not a person who is she's telling because yeah. she's not <laughs> what the fuck I don't even know the case <laughs> right. but I know Desiree Perez is an executive mm-hmm. at Rock Nation and whatever whatever case that he's it's irrelevant no it's irrelevant it's a irre, it's some irrelevant okay. ass shit it's, it's very so this irrelevant. ain't even and um, this ain't one of me this is why I don't fuck with him because right. you don't oh, even know okay. the code yeah, like you don't even know the code for sure. but. Nikki Nikki okay. played into that shit with her verse saying that it snitches in your camp. Like, okay, like, come on. And it's a sub. But you know she don't mm-hmm. fuck with Meek anyway, so any 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 jab she what could Meek, take Meek at, at Meek Mill. Um, like, get out of here. She's taking it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't 
But for what though? Like it's like yeah, it's no reason to. Like yeah, it. it if was I'm a, her husband, it was a why sub. are you it still a, giving it, this man energy? It was a energy? baseless sub. You know what to I'm me. saying? Like, um, like come on now, Nikki. I don't. I mean, I fuck with Nikki. I am a fan of Nikki. Um, I actually prefer yeah, Nikki's yeah. music and Nikki's verses. Like I, I, I actually look forward to to hearing her verses on a song. Um. But yeah, like I just don't. I feel like Nikki doesn't need to make music with Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. Um. She did. She did her thing. She did her thing on the record. Like she did what she was supposed to do. And I get why she's collaborating with him. I understand it, For but sure. I just think the time, the climate we at right now with the shit that's going on in the world. I think mm-hmm. I expect Nikki to be more socially responsible. <laughs> and. I mean, a song is a song, and but you know, I'm a I'm a play devil advocates a, a little bit because yeah, sure. she said that twenty percent of the proceeds of the record is going to a freedom fund, and um, she I don't know I don't know the listing of what don't where the donations is going. I'm pretty sure that you can you can find it at wrapup.com. Shout out to Devin Cameron over at Wrap Up, um, but I'm pretty sure, um. You can find where it's going, but twenty percent proceeds is going to a Black Lives Matter cause. Um, so I will say that. So I appreciate that. But otherwise, I mean, the verse was hot, and yeah, that's I a, want to. I want more of that, Nikki. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, this is an open letter to you, Nikki Minaj, Miss Onika Mirage, um, Patty. Um, <laughs> I want more rap. I just want to see you mm-hmm. rap over hard beats. If you can get a singer to sing the hooks, that would be greatly appreciated. Because Nikki, I get it. You want to sing. Everybody sings. Drake sings. Uzi Uzi sings. Um, everybody yeah. tries to sing sing rap. But Nikki, you're 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 big time now. You can get any singer you want to sing on your shit. Like. Get a Kaylani, yeah. get SZA, get Summer Walker, mm-hmm. get if you want somebody to sing, get a singer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I really want like if you gonna mm-hmm. add singing as a part of the song, please get a singer. Like that's gonna even be way more exciting than you singing on your own shit. You know what I'm saying? So I know you can't tell Nikki nothing, but yeah. I just I just I I I will I would like to see that. I would like to see more of that. There you go. Moving on. Um, speaking <laughs> of singers, you already know we that. Talk, we and Lavelle was talking about this particular person mm-hmm. yesterday on mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, Tiana Taylor, um, announced that her album is coming out on Juneteenth, um, which is recognized as the day that you know the slaves are freed. Um. Emancipation Proclamation, and that and that is not a that's not even a national Emancipation holiday. Mason, and that's and that's, and that's not ironic because this country don't give a yeah. fuck about black people. Um, but her album, right? It's called the album. That's kind of confusing me. Um, I don't really, I don't like that. I don't like that name of the album at all. I hate it. Actually, I actually like titled. She could have named it Untitled, and I would have <laughs> liked that better than the album. Pick yeah. one of these songs and name it that. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even care. That's I don't even know. Like, but I really don't. Now, me and Lavelle was talking about <laughs> this yesterday, and <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what he said, but you said something on Twitter. I just wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know after I gave you links, do you still feel the same way? Um like I told you, it's just certain people whose voices That's you're going to be a fan of and who you're not. And I think that it's going to be tough for me to be a fan of her voice for real. Like it's a few songs that I do really, really like of hers, but I don't necessarily feel like I'll ever feel like her voice is that great. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I am very, very album. Like, uh, I'm 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 upset with her giving us the seven song album that she did last time, and yeah, it's I, gonna be a lot of records. Like it, this, this album, good. I really hate that that song title, but I really love this <laughs> track listing. Yeah. Like, let's yeah, I think the album cover is cool. I think the photography is cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think everything the I creative like the is cool. I just too. don't I, that that title, um, but it's a lot of people on this. It's a lot of people on this album. Erica, Erica Badu, Missy Elliott, yeah, Quavo, Future, Big Sean, Kaylani, yeah. Rick Ross, Lauren Hill, like mm-hmm. that's that's a lineup. That's a little. That's a slick little lineup. Mm-hmm. Like. And and yep. there's production by Kanye on this bitch. Like, I just yeah. know I I I feel like Tiana. If if anything, she should have named her. She should have named it Tiana. Mm-hmm. She should have mm-hmm. named this album Tiana. Like, she's at a place in her career where she is known by one name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she has made. Yeah. She's yeah. made it to that 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 place where you could say Tiana and people know who that is. Um yeah. so I feel like if anything, she should have self-titled it or whatever. Um but yeah, she decided to name it the album. Mm-hmm. But how you how you feel about the this this track list then? It looks it looks really good. You know what I'm saying? If I just got to look at it on paper, I'm excited to hear a nice See, amount of these songs. You know what I'm saying? I, I, can, understand. I, I understand. I can do without future. The, the, but, I was um, once a um a future negator. Like, I did not <laughs> want to hear it. I don't, I did not care. And shout out to the future fans. Um, that's listening to this podcast because I I get it. Yeah. I do understand it now. I understand yeah. it now. But at, me, pop snob, pop snob. Um, I am, and I and I and I don't really care for a certain artist uh, of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand what Future provides as a mood. Um, I think uh, we have this conversation about about Travis Scott too, where. Travis Scott is not. I understand Travis's music b- because he's he's coming from a place mm-hmm. of raging. He's coming from a place of of energy. He wants he wants the music to, you know, innate 
just great high energy vibes. That's what he wants out of his music. Future makes strip club music. He makes driving reckless music. <laughs> like I have to put into perspective yeah. of what these artists provide to yeah. hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody can't be a J. Cole. Everybody can't be Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be um shit. Everybody can't be you know, some of the most proverbial artists. And I get that out of the artists that I do like. Everybody can be Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like, though, shout out to Kendrick too. It's Kendrick Lamar's birthday today. I seen that you had wished him a happy birthday on the, on your story. Um, but shout out to K Dot. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody can't be that type of artist. That's um, sure. and I get that. And future is yeah. definitely not an artist that can provide anything proverbial except an Instagram caption. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Because guess who else is like that that you like? Cardi B. She's a caption. She's an Instagram. She's an Instagram caption artist. Mm-hmm. She's an Instagram caption right. artist. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? They fit in that box. Quavo, <laughs> Future, Migos. <laughs> They they are they are they are Instagram caption verse artists yeah. and that's okay and hip hop yeah. needs that we need that balance mm-hmm. so um that is and you know why yeah. that kind of makes sense because Missy Missy is fun Missy, Missy is on funny the track with Future though you know and Missy is going to provide some vibes <laughs> production wise yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I actually just seen that video, Wake Up Love. Um, yeah, it's actually on the site right now. What you think about Iman though? Iman probably spitting on that shit. Yeah, she just <laughs> announced her pregnancy in this visual. So you should, you should, you oh, should I go check know. that out because I actually really oh, he, do oh, love the song that is song. Up. Like I actually really do like uh, Wake Up Love. Like it feels like right, right. right it feel right. like a shot a record. It feel like it feel like a morning record. You definitely yeah, oh, okay. this is a this My is favorites. a six AM um light a candle cooking breakfast. And I just made love to my to the person I, I, I love. You know what I'm saying? This is that type of record. Um so that that's a really feel good record. Yeah. Um so yeah, Iman and Iman did his thing. Like it was real, like smooth. It wasn't, you know, okay. super hyphy or anything. Like it was his contribution to the track was mm-hmm. was cool. And then at the end of the video, they they she you know rubbed her belly and showcased that she was pregnant with their second child. So shout out to uh, Iman because he looked at Swagger so story the other day. And I enjoyed that visual too that she that she directed with Kaylani. Like anything Kaylani on, really. Honestly, I'm be honest. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to like it. And that's that's just because I I I trust Kaylani yeah. sonically. Like she's not going Kaylani has not been <laughs> like somebody jokingly made a tweet and said my favorite genre of music is featuring Kaylani. Yeah. Because Kaylani can't miss like the song she got with Amine, the song she got with Belly, the song she got <laughs> with um uh a lot of artists, like yeah. she just can't she can't miss to me. Like the song she got with Cardi, like 
honestly, if it wasn't for Kehlani, that song would be garbage. No, like, no bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. That song, Kehlani makes that song. Kehlani makes ring for me. Um, she does, and you know she does. But <laughs> yeah, Kehlani, Kehlani, yeah, like, nah, I'm, I, like, I, I believe in her ear. I believe in her ability, her talent, all of that. Shout out to Kehlani, <laughs> not just because she was the first cover star of uh, Swag RS, but because she made me into a believer. She makes me into a believer every time I hear her on something. So, um, yeah, nah. She she and and she is and I used to not even be a fan of girls with tattoos but Kaylani like yeah the way she rocked that shit so is is dumb sexy but um I'm looking forward to this album and hopefully <laughs> we can talk to Tiana yeah. because uh, I actually did meet her at Janet Jackson's mm-hmm. birthday party. So I'm pretty sure that she she might be open to like coming on Haze with us and talking to us about you know, her album. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. That'd be super dope. Absolutely. Um, yes, but yeah, guys, for, oh, for any more to... updates, you definitely yeah. can go to swagrrest.com yeah. um, where we out, post man. all of this content, all of these, all of this news. Um, follow us on swagr at swagrrest. You can search us at swgrus on all social media platforms. That's where you can find us. Vail, where can we find you? Uh, you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Southside Vale V E double L E, and um, you can reach uh, you can read my articles at swaggerus.com. Um, I just put up an Instagram season four recap. Yup, yup, and I can be found everywhere at two X R E L L. That's the number two X R E L L everywhere. That's Instagram, Facebook and twitter um and follow us yeah that's this is show number three of unhazed and thank you guys for tuning in peace out for more information on swag rs podcasts please visit us at swagrs.com